Welcome to the Testimonies Podcast by Ellen G. White. On today's podcast, we will be discussing the section on preparing to meet thy Lord and what it means to have a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again on the Testimonies Podcast. Today we're going to be studying section 7 on preparing to meet thy Lord. And I want to begin with a statement. Now, now listen carefully. The time is not coming when we need to be ready to meet our Lord. The time is right now. When you hear we need to get ready, something's happening tomorrow, or something's happening in a little bit. The time is right now. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're not guaranteed next week. If, you know, life is fragile, things can happen. So the time to be ready is not coming. The time is today and the time is right now. There are some quotes from this section that I want to share. Ellen White says, A form of godliness will not save any. All must have a deep and living experience. This alone will save them in the time of trouble. So let me ask you, friends, do you have a saving faith? You might say, yes, I believe in Jesus. I go to church. I do good things. So yes, I have saving faith. But going to church, believing in God, and doing good things do not equal having a saving faith faith. When you are called to give reason by the Creator for the hope that you have, what will your response be? When the Creator of the universe calls and says, why why, um, should you be saved? What is your response going to be? And I, I hope that it's something to the extent of because I love Jesus, I have a relationship with my Lord and Savior and Jesus Christ who died for me, and I want to live with Him forever. The good that we do, such as going to church and doing good things, should not be the reason for our hope, but it should be the natural result from having a Savior, having a loving Savior who gave His life for us on the cross. I remember hearing a sermon one time, and I really struggled with it. And if I'm being honest, there there are times that I still struggle with this. However, I have accepted that this is the truth and the reality. I, I believe this is the truth. The man preaching the sermon said there are only two powers in the world. And if what you are doing is not uplifting one power, then it's uplifting the other power. There is no gray area. Some people think that, well, this this isn't necessarily explicitly religious, but it's not explicitly evil. Let me tell you again, there is no gray area. If what you are doing in your life, if you are making choices that are not uplifting Christ, then they are uplifting the devil. 
Let the Holy Spirit speak to you now and consider the following questions. Am I uplifting Jesus in my life today? Have I appreciated the sacrifice of the Son of God who gave his life and became sin for me that I might be saved? Or have I taken it for granted and made a mockery out of what Jesus did for me? Friends, we need to think about things that we have in our lives right now that are not drawing us closer to the Savior. We need to pray the prayer from Ephesians 2.10 that says, For you are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So good works are okay, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So some people think they need to go as missionaries to Papua New Guinea to make a difference for God. And if you have prayerfully considered that and God is calling you there to go, then that's where God is calling you to go. But it's important to remember that wherever you are right now, wherever you are today, God has predestined you to be there. And God has a work that he has already prepared for you in advance to do where you are at right now. We need to pray the scripture of James 1.5 that says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. God is calling you to live your life for him today. Not next year. Not whenever the next evangelistic series comes around. But today. I want to end today's podcast with an illustration about the Alaska bull moose. The males of the species battle for dominance during the fall breeding season, literally going head-to-head with antlers crunching together as they collide. Often, the antlers, which are their only weapons, are broken. When Once the antlers are broken, that ensures defeat. So the heftiest moose with the largest and strongest antlers triumphs. Therefore, the battle is fought in the fall therefore the battle that happens in the fall is really won during the summer when the moose eat continually the one that consumes the best diet for growing antlers and gaining weight will be the heavyweight in the fight those that eat inadequate sport weaker antlers and less bulk so there's a lesson for us here our spiritual battles await. Satan will choose a season to attack. Will we be victorious or will we fall? Much of our victory through Christ, because it's not us, but it's through Christ, depends on what we do right now, what we are doing today before war begins. The bull moose principle says, enduring faith, strength, and wisdom for trials are best developed before they are needed. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. Um, I hope you come back next week. We are 
we are going to study section eight, which is called the two ways. And in in a way, um, it's it's a continuation of what we already talked about today on having that saving relationship with Jesus, making decisions for him. So I, I hope you come back next week and join me. I want to end with a prayer. Dear God, help us to make decisions for you. Help us to uplift you and your son in our everyday life. When people see us, help us help them to see not us, but Jesus living through us. Help people to see that simply by the way we talk, by the way we act, we are living um, our lives for you. In your name, amen.